This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about the difference between your problem mind and your solution mind. Most of us don't realize that we actually have two parts of our mind and one part is really good at problems, not necessarily great at solutions and vice versa. And if we don't know this information, we'll often try to use the wrong part for the wrong job. So tonight, my job is to introduce you to these two parts of your mind and how you can start to use them and leverage them in your healing journey. So why is this important? This is important because a lot of us get stuck in our problem minds, spinning around and around and around and around and don't know how to find the way out. In the coaching world, we call this getting stuck up the crazy tree and not remembering where the ladder is to get back down. This is important because without knowing the difference between these two minds, you're likely going to use the wrong one for the wrong job and then blame yourself for being defective. And this is important because knowing how to use all aspects of your mind from an integrated place and effectively helps you navigate life's lifey moments in a way more fun fashion. So we're going to get a smidgen nerdy here. I promise you're going to be okay. If we're going to talk about the mind, I feel like it's important to understand the actual brain itself. So I'm going to introduce you to the three main brain structures that make up the little brain that lives inside your head. So we have the cerebrum. This is the largest part of the brain. When you look at a brain and you see all that little wiggly, squiggly, foldy part, that's the cerebrum. That tends to be what we think about when we think of the brain. This is the part that has the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. And these two hemispheres function completely independently and are connected only by a bundle of nerves that is called the corpus callosum or the corpus callosum, depending on whether or not you put the haxant on which syllable. This part of your brain is responsible for higher functions like interpreting touch, vision, hearing, speech. This is where reasoning takes place. Your emotions are here. Learning and very fine motor control happens in the cerebrum. Next, you have your cerebellum that's located at the back of the brain and kind of tucked in at the bottom. It is under the cerebrum and its main job is to coordinate muscles. So it's really good at maintaining your posture, at helping you with balance and making sure that you know which way is up and which way is down. Very important. And then you have the brain stem. This is that little piece that's right at the top of the spinal column and acts as kind of like a relay center that connects the cerebrum and the cerebellum to the spinal cord. This part performs most of your automatic functions. This is what controls your breathing, your heart rate, your body temperature, digestion, all the stuff that you don't have to think about. Now, in psychology, when we're talking about our mind, we like to look at this as a more simplified model so that it makes more sense for how we experience the world. And so we talk about your conscious mind and your unconscious mind. This is something we've talked about a little bit in the past, but I want to go a little bit deeper into how these two parts of your minds function. So, of course, your conscious mind, this is everything that you're aware of. So anything that's in your awareness. So right now, you're likely aware of the sound of my voice. And you're likely aware of, if you're in circle tonight, the screen in front of you with my PowerPoint slides. And you may not be aware of the sensation of your feet on the floor, or your glasses on your face, or your shirt on your body. Only now that I'm mentioning these things, you're probably tuning in and sensing these things. So where was that information a moment ago? 
All those things, all those neurons have been firing this whole time, but it wasn't in your awareness because it doesn't matter. And so anything that you're aware of, that is in your conscious awareness. And this is controlled by the frontal lobes of the brain, part of that cerebral cortex. It's the newer, more rational, more fancy, advanced part of the brain system. And then your unconscious mind, this is the one that's associated with those older brain structures, such as your amygdala, which is right at the base of the brain, so that's part of the brain stem. And this is where the processing of emotions like fear and pleasure take place. Now, these two parts of our mind, not only are they associated with different structures of the brain, they have very different, let's call them personalities. So your conscious mind is very logical. It's very linear. It needs things to make sense. It needs things to be in order. It thinks in language. It's the part that's talky, 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 talky in your head all day long. It's your thinky, thinky self. And its main job is to look out for your survival which means its main function is to identify problems. Now, your unconscious mind, this part is symbolic. If you've ever attempted to analyze your dreams, you'll know that it's highly symbolic. It doesn't have language, so it thinks in pictures. It's highly emotional. It's very good at following directions from someone that it trusts. And its main goal is your safety. And so its main function is to seek solutions. Let's go a little bit deeper with this information. So your conscious mind, this is your problem mind. This is the one, it is geared for your survival, which means its main job is to detect problems so that it can attempt to predict the future because if it can predict the future and avoid the problem, it can maximize your survival. Now, because it, its main job is your survival and it's good at detecting problems, it means that it's not really good at finding solutions. And when it does, it's very basic at it. So it's really good at finding solutions to problems that have very clear-cut answers, like 1 plus 1 equals 2. Anything that is black and white, it can figure out. But the rest of life that lives in that gray zone that doesn't have a black-white answer, it's not really good at this part. This is the part that likes to ask why. It thinks that as long as I know why something's happening, I can figure out how to fix it, and then I can avoid anything dangerous in the future. Because again, its job is to maximize your survival. Your unconscious mind, this is your solution mind. Now, it's geared for your safety, which means it's attuned to finding solutions so that it can maximize your feelings of comfort and safety. Its main job is to access resources that are outside of your awareness, but that are still being picked up by your body, such as the sensation of your feet on the floor. It's designed to access these resources out of your awareness and then bring them into your experience to help you find the answers that you're looking for. Have you ever had it where you're like, oh, I just, I know that name. It's right on the tip of my tongue and I can't get it. And you're thinking and you're thinking and nothing's happening. You're like, ah, forget it. And then like a few hours later, as you're just about to doze off, it just pops into your head. That's because your unconscious mind, your solution mind was still working on it but it had the opportunity to go find resources and then bring it up into your awareness. And so your unconscious mind, it doesn't care about the why, it wants to know how. How can we make some changes so that I can feel more comfortable because comfortable equals safe. This is the part of you that likes you in your comfort zone. So how do you bridge the gap? How can you go from, oh, I identified a problem to how do I get a solution without letting that thinky thinky place get in the way? Isn't that like the million dollar question? I'll tell you the secret to it. It's really simple. Just engage your imagination. 
the moment you engage your imagination, you jump out of that conscious mind and you jump into your unconscious mind. That is how your unconscious mind functions. So using your imagination, whatever that means for you, it could be something creative like drawing or painting. It could just be daydreaming and staring off into the clouds. It could be journaling or writing. It could be driving. You ever notice that if you have a problem, just drive somewhere and you kind of get into that zone while you're driving, then just like things pop into your head? When you're on autopilot, when you are driving, you are purely in your unconscious mind. And you know that because you ever get somewhere and have no recollection of how the hell you got there? <laughs> you weren't thinking your way down the road. You're just doing it. It was just on autopilot. It was your unconscious mind. Dancing, movement activities, yoga, meditation, literally anything that doesn't require thinking and engages your imagination will work, whatever that means for you. Reading a book drawing cartoons, coloring, anything that gets your thinky-thinky place out of the way. So the key to finding solutions, your only job is to say to your thinky-thinky self, look over here, shiny, while your unconscious mind does what it needs to do. All you need to do is get your thinking self out of the way, and engaging your imagination is the fastest and easiest way to do that. Now, warning, zoning out is not the same thing as imagining. So staring at your phone endlessly, watching TV endlessly does not engage your imagination. It just puts you in this neutral zone of nothing. And that's why you don't find solutions in that place. You need to be engaging your imagination in order to be able to find those solutions. Another warning, you might have to wait a few seconds or minutes or hours or days for those resources to come into your awareness. So yes, you have to have a little bit of patience. It's not like you're going to be like, I imagine something, boom, there it is. You got to give it time for that resources around you to bubble up into your awareness. And that takes however long it takes. As long as you stay grounded and stay alert, they'll find their way to you. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that your only job when you have a problem is to get your thinky, thinky self out of the way so that the resources that are already around you can bubble up into your awareness. You just can't see them when you're stuck up in thinky-thinky crazy land. Remember that the part of you that identifies problems is not designed to seek out solutions. So the harder you think about it, the harder you make those pros and cons lists, the harder you try to force it, the more you're going to feel stuck and powerless and out of control. And remember that learning how to engage a solution mind, learning how to just activate your imagination without any purpose in mind, just for the sake of it, allows you to focus on how to start the change in your life. And that's how you start to overcome the obstacles that pop up in your life. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. When you have a very lifey big problem that lands on your lap, the last thing you want to do is be like, I'm going to go color. <laughs> Your thinky-thinky self is going to convince you that that's a bad idea because it thinks that if it can just know why the problem showed up, it'll help you. And it doesn't work that way. So decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Engage your imagination. And that's always the decision that will lead you to the solutions that you're seeking. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. It was funny that you mentioned that because I got stuck in my own head while taking notes on it about how to 
spell conscious? Like, is it conscious? Is it unconscious? Is it, you know, and then I was like conscious, unconscious, subconscious, and then conscious versus conscience, like conscience, like conscience, like your conscience versus like conscience. And I'm, I'm like trying to write it. And then as you're talking about it, I just kept writing. And then I got in my own head. And then it was funny how you just kept talking about that. And then, yeah, so that was my <laughs> takeaway. I just kept going in circles and like writing stuff down. And then, and then as you said, while I got the floor here, as you said, writing stuff down and, and, and journaling. And I'm so resistant to journaling usually. And then I just started writing notes. And then I just couldn't stop writing because I enjoyed my own handwriting. So <laughs> that was nice. fun. So Very <laughs> cool. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, once we engage our imagination, once we get our thinking self out of the way, it's way easier to be able to find answers. The harder you think about it, the more stuck you get. And I work with a lot of women who are like, I just, I get stuck in my head. And I don't know how to get a way out. How do I get out of my own head? And the secret is just activate your imagination, whatever that means for you. Whatever that means for you. Go stare at a tree and like imagine climbing it for a few seconds. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do with your imagination. Just use it for good. And I know that you're all good at using your imagination. Because anyone who's ever felt any anxiety ever or worried about the future, you know that you know how to use your imagination. Accessing solutions is about using your imagination for good. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.